Hello, welcome to the Smarticle Podcast. Each day on the show, we take an interesting idea or topic and dissect it. All we ask of you is that you give us 15 minutes so that we can entertain you. And maybe, just maybe, you might learn something new. Hey, welcome to Smarticle during this Thanksgiving week on this Friday after Thanksgiving. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. We wanted to introduce a best of. We, we did new shows all week, but we wanted to do this Friday show just kind of went back to the archive and looked and saw what shows we really liked or didn't like. And it's a really interesting process to go through this creatively, to look at old shows, kind of think, oof, I sounded good or I sounded bad. But we just, we came across or we sort of rediscovered this one on Larry and I talking about what our faith is and the question of, am I a Christian using an article that we had read, which asked that very question. So we wanted to repost this. Hope you get something out of it, enjoy it, learn a little bit more about Larry and myself. And hopefully at the end, you'll realize that faith is a journey, not necessarily a destination. That's kind of what we're all about and what we hope for. So hope you enjoy the show and the rebodcast of Am I a Christian? Simple question for you, because you are my conduit to the evangelical Christian community, Brandon. Why do you call yourself still a Christian? Pretty simple. Well, I, I sent you this article because it was more about you calling yourself a Christian. You've questioned No, but very... I'm asking you. I started with you. Why, oh, okay. why do you call yourself a Christian still? Well, because I believe in the, the, the tenets of the Christian Gospels, the Bible. I believe that Jesus is who he said he was. Now, do I think that there are lots and lots of problems as to how that can be seen or whether or not I could prove it? Yes, lots, right? Like who the, the authorship of the gospel, the authorship of scripture. But I do feel like for me personally, now maybe it's cultural, maybe it's just because I grew up in it, but I do believe that there is veracity to it. And it's an important thing for me that I feel like I've had that encounter and that I believe that Jesus is who he said he was. I don't know how to, I guess that's why I like this article is it really, if someone says, why do you believe you're a Christian? You could just be a person that says, well, because it's just the way it is. And I've met Jesus and you say, well, what does that mean? And I can't really describe it. I think that part of it cannot be described. And I'm fully aware of the, that maybe I am praying to a tree, but ultimately I believe it to be true. It's as simple as that for me. What about you, Larry? Um, that's a great question. You know what? I kind of been thinking about this. I'd read an article and I think most people that say they're Christians are actually fans of Christianity, but not Christians. Because like, if you're a true Christian, you, you'd live like Jesus lives. That's why I think Jesus is the savior of the world. You find peace if you follow how Jesus lived, right? That you will find literal peace if you live how Jesus lives. I've been studying the parables. It's made me very emotional because it's actually very hard to live the way Jesus lived. It's hard to be a Christian and live that way. It's easy to be a fan of Christianity and kind of come in and out of how Jesus teaches and do whatever you want and then eventually throw in the Jesus name. But are you a fan of Christianity or are you an actual Christian? Yeah, and I think there's all sorts of different levels of that. People that will use Christianity as a weapon and scripture as a weapon and they'll say, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm really following Jesus. But then when you push them, they're like, but, but I really want to uh, make sure that people can have machine guns. They're like, wait, that just doesn't seem like it actually is something that Jesus would go for. And they, they find a way to sort of work around that. In this article, he talks about freeing Jesus. That's where I wanted to go. 
and think about who is Jesus really? Who has Jesus been for me? And why has that been so central to my own life story? I think where freeing Jesus has taken me is that somehow staying Christian is about staying in and with and through Jesus. Jesus has everything to do with it, and that really matters to me. You know, I, I would, okay, so like the biggest name in evangelical whatever in the last 50 years is Billy Graham, right? I mean, right. Uh, so his son, Franklin Graham, is like King Christian guy. Right. And he repeatedly has said, Islam is evil and we should destroy them all. Like if you're a Christian and you say that, Jesus' number one thing is love your enemy. Yet here is King Evangelical saying, Islam's evil, let's destroy them, which is completely exactly opposite of what Jesus said. So is he a Christian? Well, but I think that you, it does it matter? Well, I mean, for you, does it matter? Well, I'm just saying, once again, I feel like this is kind of a me problem, not a general thing. I feel I hate when I get lumped in with people, even though I'm not one of them. Like, there's radio people and TV people, which I get lumped in, are such hams. They love to talk and put themselves out there and be the center of attention. I hate when I get lumped into that. That's not who I am. Um, so I kind of hate getting lumped in with the Christian of like Franklin Graham, as opposed to someone who's like really trying to humbly trying to just do what Jesus did, which is take care of a leper, which is to help the guy that's laying on the side of the road when nobody else will. Now I do a bad job at that, but that's a Christian. I agree with you. I mean, I think that putting a label on it is, is challenging. And I think that it was Diane Butler Bass who wrote this book, Freeing Jesus. And she talks about the fact that Jesus has been, has changed for her. What Jesus was 20 years ago is different than what Jesus is now. And I feel very much that way. I was talking with some people this morning who are hardcore. They are hardcore evangelicals. They believe that you got to believe and you got to follow and you got to follow the orthodoxy and this, that, and the other. And if you ask them questions, you realize that they have a view and they're, they're stuck in that view. They don't ever think that you, they, they think that when you start challenging that view or thinking differently that you're you're going to hell. You've become less of a Christian. And so I'm like, well, what does that you just put it like what does it mean to be a Christian? And I think that it's stepping away from the label. Because obviously there's one and a half billion Christians on the planet and they're they're all different. And I don't want to be lumped in with every single Christian, but it doesn't mean that I don't believe that people that claim Christianity are bad people. I just, I just think that it's a, a suit. I don't know if there's an exact answer is my point. I think people want an exact answer and I don't have one for them. So like I recently thought if you read the Bible, you think God changes, right? Because like early in the Bible, God's like for slavery and women got to stay subservient and eye for an eye, two for a two. Like you read the Bible and you're like, and then, but God's always changing his mind. But I've, I, so I thought God changed all the time, but it's actually us to change, right? Like the Bible is like us trying to figure out who God is. God stays the same. It's just our interpretation of who God is. And sort of what you're saying is like, the longer you live, the longer you have an idea of you're like, oh no, God is not who I thought God was. And that changes. Yeah. I think that that's very, I mean, Diane Bass in that book, Diane Butler Bass says basically that if you're living in a with a static God or a static Jesus, then you're in a pretty static place in general. Like that, that God is, that you should be transforming in your faith constantly. The church is not what it was yesterday, today, or will be tomorrow. And so 
I think that that willingness, and this is what really bothers the hardcores, is they're like, well, you just don't believe in anything. You're you're yeah. you're wishy washy, and I'm like, no, I am not wishy washy. I believe in the great commandment to love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. That is a great commandment, and I fall short of that every single day. But I believe that is the thing that we're commanded to do. But you and, and people will always bandy that about, and yet they constantly miss those. Both they constantly miss. They'll say, "No, I love God. I love God. I love God." And how do I prove that you're loving God? Well, you prove that you're loving God by loving your neighbor as yourself. But they don't love their neighbors themselves. They say, you know, boo immigrants, you're horrible. Uh, boo d- Democrats, you're demons. Boo, you know, whatever it is, whatever Muslims, because you're whatever you are. And I think that's the problem. That, that you asked me if Franklin Graham was a Christian. I think Franklin Graham thinks he's a Christian. I don't know if Franklin Graham understands what it really means to be one. I think Billy Graham understood what it meant to be a Christian. I think Billy Graham lived his life to a degree, not in a perfect way, and many had many faults in his life, but I think he really tried, and he, he transformed later in his life. He began to see the wor- his faith differently. I think that's a different. His son is just using Christianity as, as a means to power. That's what I really think. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Franklin Graham cares at all about being transformed by Christ. Like, if you're just making absolutes about things, people, evil, those are like the parable from Jesus about the tax collector who goes to bed every night and says, like, God, help me to figure out who you are. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, very humble approach to God versus the Pharisee who was just like, I know how to live. I know I'm doing it right. I've got it all in check. It's a good thing that I'm good. Jesus is like, that's not how to live. And so I feel like if do you wake up humbly and go like, am I maybe on the right path? Then maybe you're on the right path. But if you got it all figured out, man, you don't got to figure it out. And I think that's the, at, the, at the core, that's what this article was about. I think that's what I'm about. I think that's why you and I remain friends. I think that's your journey. But I, it did strike me as like, you've talked a lot about your transforming faith. And I think that some people that would listen to this would say, Larry, you're just, you know, you're not, those people you grew up with in Whittier who are Orthodox, <laughs> who stuck in their thing, yeah. would say, they would sort of denigrate you. They'd say, oh, Larry, whatever. You're just not following Jesus. And, you know, come the great get up morning when judgment day comes, you'll be sorry. Go to hell! And, and you're like, well, okay, maybe, but I'd rather live, I'd rather live yeah. with that possibility and love my neighbors myself than uh, the other way. So we'll roll Brandon. the dice to see who's right. Let's roll the dice. Me and you roll it together. We're going to the, Double H-E-L hockey sticks together. Thank you for teaching me.